Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Hey, filmmakers, Jason Brubaker talking to you from sunny Southern California. Welcome to today's show. Uh, today's a little bit differently. You know, usually we talk about uh, Los Angeles and some of the different things that we do in the United States in order to get our films uh, produced and distributed. Uh, but today joining us uh, from across the pond, we have uh, David Brody. He's coming to us from uh, the IDA in Ireland. IDA is the Industrial Development Agency. And also we have Stephen Davenport, who is talking to us from Screen Ireland. And we are now, you know, entering into a phase here where COVID, um, let's be completely transparent, it's real and it's really changed the way that we do business. But um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of areas in the world that are getting back to normal. And uh, Ireland happens to be one of the areas that is interested in getting more and more productions into the country. And so uh, Stephen and David, welcome to today's show. Thanks, Jason. Great to be here. Hi, Jason. Yeah, it's a pleasure to come to you. Stephen, I mentioned earlier too, uh, you know, we're, we're entering this, uh, this post-COVID world. And can you tell me a little bit about the film and media scene in Ireland and, and how things are shaping up? Yeah, uh, at the moment, we're really busy at the moment. It's been extremely busy. We kind of, production resumed last July. And then working with very stringent uh, protocols and guidelines uh, and working with, uh, with groups like the, the DGA of America, we, were, we managed to get back up production uh, and running and we haven't stopped since basically. And since last July, it's been getting busier and busier. We've had all the major studios have been filming in Ireland, you know, from, from Disney, Netflix, Apple, Amazon, and, uh, and NBC, they've all been here. Uh, we, and, and some of them are still here filming away. Uh, so it's been extremely busy. And, and we also have our own indigenous productions, which have been going as well from strength to strength. Yeah. yeah it's fantastic to have that kind of momentum right out of the gate. And, um, you know, being able to work with such major studios. Um, have you seen like in terms of the COVID and that kind of thing, you, you guys are all following the protocol? Yeah, it's it's very strict, very uh, very stringent protocols, and that's why that's why production was allowed to resume when many other industries were stopped in Ireland and and then you know all over the world um, uh, due to COVID. But yeah, it was because of those protocols and because of the the testing that was going on on each of those productions uh, that allowed it to continue. Yeah. And and David, you kind of look at at filmmaking um, just given the nature of your work in the industrial development agency, but your whole goal is to bring businesses into Ireland, uh, regardless of the type of business. And in this case today, we're talking about the motion picture business. Uh, but can you talk a little bit about, you know, what Ireland has to offer uh, specifically um, for businesses? And, and Stephen, maybe you could touch upon what it would offer uh, filmmakers from, from the States. Great, thanks, thanks, Jason. Yeah, I work with IDA Ireland and our main objective is really to encourage global companies to invest in Ireland. And we have a 70 year track record of supporting these organizations and, and companies as they evaluate, establish and grow their interna international operations in Ireland. Uh, currently, there are more than 1600 international companies that have established their international operations in Ireland and they employ 
uh, over 260,000 people in a really diverse range of sectors. So everything from creating those immersive worlds and experiences in gaming and animation to the manufacture of life-saving medicines to financial services to, to a lot of kind of enterprise technology companies. So, so we're, we've been really successful in attracting um, these companies into Ireland. And without question, it's because we have the talent to support their operations and their ambitions in, in, in Europe. So we have a, a young, growing, well-educated workforce um, that that um, these companies can tap, tap into. Um, I think in addition to that, we've got a really kind of open and welcoming approach to immigration from the European Union and from outside it. So we kind of continually try to remove friction so that uh, people from all over the world can come and work in Ireland. And then we kind of have this, this kind of uh, outlook of, of kind of continued professional development in Ireland as well. So we kind of continue to, to ensure that our talent, our skills are, are fit for purpose for the global marketplace and, and uh, companies can, can thrive in Ireland with the talent base that's here. Yeah, it sounds like uh, Ireland's open for business. And, and, you know, again, because we're talking about filmmaking today, um, what does Ireland specifically offer filmmakers? Uh, well, Jason, it's a fantastic place to come and make films. Uh, I have to say, I've been in the industry for about 25 years now, uh, including the last five years with Screen Ireland. Uh, and I, my role is the, in Screen Ireland is the promotion of Ireland as a destination uh, in, uh, for international production. And kind of, the, you know, we, we, we've got a great exper uh, experience level here in Ireland. We've been making uh, films and TV for international uh, productions for a long, long time. Uh, we have uh, side by side with that, we have a great indigenous industry that has been creating we've got great writers directors producers uh, and a, a really fantastic behind the camera kind of crew scene as well our actors are world famous they're all over the globe as well uh, so and i think that's kind of the the, the core ingredient for, for us is the starting point is that is the talent and 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 that expertise and that, that the high quality level that is here in our and available in ireland uh, you know, the other key areas that kind of attract people is, is our tax credit. We have a fantastic uh, tax credit, 32% uh, as the base level, and we, also offers a 5% regional uplift, depending on where you're filming in Ireland. Um, we've got diverse and spectacular locations. Many people would have seen, you know, Star Wars out in uh, um, Skellig Michael, which is a small island off the coast of Ireland. Uh, we do you know, um, lots of different types of genre from British period drama, you know, to horrors, uh, to uh, uh, Arthurian legends and uh, fantasy. Uh, we've been running the Vikings Valhalla season series now for seven seasons, where we double up as Scandinavia and all that kind of untouched kind of beautiful landscape. We do outer space. Uh, and then kind of to combine all that stuff together is the infrastructure. We've got some great studios here in Ireland, uh, Ardmore Studios that has been here since the 50s, the new Troy Studios, which was home to the foundation, uh, uh, the Apple series. Uh, and we've got the, the, um, the studios there in uh, Wicklow, in uh, uh, um, uh, basically that homes the Viking series. If, uh, if I had a production and I decided I wanted to come over to Ireland, like, for example, you mentioned tax credit. So if I were to film something in Canada, um, we would need to have, you know, um, X number of, uh, as you say, indigenous uh, folks working on the set to, to unlock the tax credits and some of those incentives. How does it work with Ireland? Would we have to use an entire Irish-based crew or could we come over and take residency in Ireland? 
No, it, it's quite a it's quite an easy kind of to understand tax credit in a sense. First of all, you need to work with an Irish producer, yeah. And okay. You unlock the tax credit, and uh, that really helps in a sense that it helps you access local crew, local talent, uh, knowing the, the the rules and the various kind of uh, um, incidents that you need to abide by when you're filming in Ireland, like anywhere in the world. Each one is sure. different rules, different unions, different types of things like that. So so it, we also encourage you to work with the, the, the Irish producer, but they will help you access the tax credit, yeah? Um, the tax credit's available for all cast and crew, uh, regardless of nationality, and that's above and below the line costs as well. Um, so that's a very, very kind of, for, for bigger shows, bigger, uh, that attract bigger talent while they're working in Ireland, they will also qualify for the, for the, for the tax credits. Um, there is a cultural test which you need to pass, but that's based on, uh, there, there's eight qu questions and you must pass three of those. Um, the, you know, the, the tax credit is on, on all your costs that go towards the, the production, the making of the production in Ireland. So that's like your hotel costs, your, your, your uh, material rentals, your transports, your catering, all of that. Is 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 uh, applies to the tax credit? Yeah, and I think I think that's a pretty straightforward approach. And and I know you know David, you mentioned earlier too. You know when I was saying that it sounds like Ireland's open for business, but just just the idea that you're so welcoming. Um, what what do you think it is? You know, there, there's so many of these other countries right now, and I'm not just talking about COVID, but I just mean from an economic perspective. Um, what is it in, internally that's really um, you know, causing you guys to say, "Hey, let's 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 open up and get some business over here." Yeah, I think it, I think it is having that global outlook. I mean, in Ireland, we're not blessed with those you know resource rich. We don't have any oil fields, and we've always had to have, have that global outlook on, on how we kind of uh, raise revenues and, and kind of compete on a, on a on a on an international level. I think um, specifically with the US, we've got a long history of kind of that that of diaspora that have gone over to the United States and there's a lot of kind of cultural similarities uh, there. I think it's when we look at, at broadcasting and and, um, and content creation specifically, I think that kind of being an English speaking marketplace is really, really helpful. Um, I think that's going to be especially important as kind of new broadcasting rules come into the European Union. So some of your listeners may be aware of the, the AVMSD, which is the Audiovisual Media Services Directive. Uh, which has been rolled out across Europe now. And there's a lot of kind of investment obligations around content production in in uh, Europe. And um, so uh, big content companies have to commit to having a, a certain percentage of their uh, production or the, of their slate uh, being produced in, in Europe. So Ireland is a really great fit there, given that it's an adjacent market. There's a time zone, which is probably the best time zone difference in in. in in the European Union, they're English speaking, and there's this kind of psychic distance, the distance uh, element, which is really good. I mean, the, the content created in Ireland translates really well into into the US, um, and culturally, we just we just get each other. I mean, if you're going to going to make a an obscure Family Guy reference, we'll, we'll get it. We'll pick it up for kind of other other areas, uh, jurisdictions around Europe mightn't get that. No, I, I love that, and and also what you were saying too about those mandates. You know, I know a lot of our listeners uh, probably um, are, are thinking about going overseas even during this conversation as a possibility. Um, but if I understand you correctly, um, if you're going to distribute your finished content in some of those countries, it sounds like you would need to produce some of that content in those countries. 
Is that that's absolutely that's that's right at the centre of what the these new regulations are, are all about in Europe. So the ABMSD uh, regulations are all about having those national obligations and and the kind of the thirty uh, percent share of European content in their catalogue um, and and prominence of that content content as well. So um, content. Uh, the, it's, it's it's a massive driver for for filming in Europe at the moment is is to meet these new regulations. Yeah, well, in in you know, on one hand, I, I guess there's the part of me that thinks like, wow, that's that's a heavy regulation. But on the other hand, um, if you think about it, even here in the U.S., the majority of our content, you know, that we film and stuff, um, a lot of it takes place in the U.S. and then we export it all over the world. Um, but if you're saying that some of these countries that are selling content have to also showcase their their country um and by doing that means that they have to produce a bit of it in that country uh i, I think that's good um from an economic perspective and it also keeps the keeps the wheels moving and and also uh i think forces some of us creatives to really bend our stories in a way that um maybe we hadn't thought about previously absolutely i think i think that's that's Definitely right. I think, I think, additional to that, I think it's um, any any big studio who wants to make a significant investment to, to create a new series uh, wants to have that series have a, a broad global appeal as possible. So doing it in a in a jurisdiction where it's um, it's not distinctly one particular area and it is kind of in in the English language and there's it, it's easily translatable across global platforms is is going to be really important for them. This is kind of a fun conversation for me. I, I know we spoke a little bit before we started chatting for the interview here, um, but my wife and I are expecting our, our first baby. And we've actually been talking about like, uh, we've enjoyed travel a lot without a baby. And we want to be one of these couples that learns how to travel with a baby right away and not make excuses. Um, and so Ireland is on uh, top on our list. And uh, if we can make a documentary about our experience uh, traveling to Ireland, um, not that we're going to do that, but uh, <laughs> it sounds like uh, it sounds like you guys are just uh, giving me all the more incentive to get over there. Yeah, no, as, as we said, it's a fantastic place to come and, and see, you know, the landscape spectacular. It's, uh, you know, and, you know, all, all the conditions are here for making production as well. So it's, you know, we're, as, as David said, we're a very film, a very uh, friendly nation. The Cave Me La Folcha, which translates as a, a, a hundred thousand million welcomes, I think is the, 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 the full thing of it. And so it's, uh, we're a very welcoming uh, nation to have people come. And we're very proud of our country as well to have people come and visit us as well. Uh, you can see uh, I've seen today uh, there's uh, there's a couple of big stars uh, here in Ireland at the moment and they're tweeting out about their time in uh, uh, in Ireland, including Patrick Dempsey on the on the Disenchanted movie that's here at the moment. And they're having a great time. We had Matt Damon here during lockdown. He was uh, he was here for a number of months uh, and they you know, I think, you know, it, it is an attractive place to come and be. And it's, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's on the edge of Europe, but it's very culturally diverse and it's, uh, you know, got a lot of things going for it as well. So. Well, and also when I was kind of taking the humorous tone and talking about my wife and I going over there in the documentary, I, I was really in my mind thinking about all the wonderful landscape that you have. And, and uh, it's just such a beautiful country. And, and I think, uh, you know, if any filmmaker would benefit from getting over there and, and spending some time uh, creating stories uh, in, in a co-production environment. 
Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's it's a great place to be for a while as well. It's good. And we also do, just to say that it's not just live action as well. We have a huge, huge, vibrant animation industry here. And we have a very big growing uh, VFX industry as well, VFX and post-production. So it's not only to come for the physical, uh, the, the beauty of the landscape as well. You can do uh, animation. We have a lot of award-winning. Uh, many, uh, David might be able to speak a little bit about the, the joint ventures with some of the big uh, international um, uh, studios that have now set up uh, in Ireland as well. And then we have a great VFX uh, uh, industry here as well. Yeah, and, and David, you did mention that a little bit uh, earlier about exports, and I was trying to hold back my uh, my uh, another funny question that I'm sure you get all the time, but I'll just ask it just to be cliche, but uh, if I understand it, um, you can eat Guinness breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and that's one of your biggest exports? Yeah, Guinness is a, a huge export for Ireland as well. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely one of the first things that, that um, people outside of Ireland think of when they come to Ireland. Um, it's uh, but but really when we bring companies into Ireland, they they really are blown blown away by by just the beauty of the place. So, for example, um, you know Stephen talked a bit about about animation there, and probably one of the best known uh, animation studios in Ireland is Cartoon Saloon. Um, they're kind of five time uh, Academy Award nominated, Golden Globe, BAFTA, Emmy nominated. Um, you might you might know kind of recent successes such as Wolfwalkers or. The Breadwinner, Song of the Sea, Secret of Kells, um, those kind of features. And Cartoon Saloon are, are actually located in a town called Kilkenny. Uh, Kilkenny is is right in the centre of Ireland. And probably the most memorable thing about Kilkenny is that they've got a, a gorgeous castle right in the city in the city centre, which kind of sets the tone for this kind of creativity and 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 a world where your imagination can just run free. Um, I think. They, they previously would have worked with a company called uh, Triggerfish from South Africa. And I think when Triggerfish were blown away by the, the talent availability for animation in, in Ireland, and uh, we would have partnered with them recently to, to come to a recent, uh, an equally beautiful city on the west coast of Ireland called Galway, which, um, which kind of also is this kind of hub for, for um, storytelling. They have a passion for animation and a kind of a really heartfelt um, ambition to create award-winning entertaining work so uh, Triggerfish kind of are building on what Cartoon Saloon have done in Kilkenny in that creative city and kind of are going to kind of establish about 60 jobs in animation in, in another area of, of Ireland as well so it's the, the locations definitely feed into the the creativity and and uh, and storytelling and it's it's kind of a, a very two-way street there I think. Well, it's a really smart approach. You know, it's a, I, I remember early on in my career, um, back in the early 2000s, a, a serial entrepreneur that I know is, is successful uh, actually had a company set up in Ireland and it was in the tech world. Um, so I've always thought of Ireland as sort of a tech center and a hub. Uh, it sounds like you certainly built the infrastructure early uh, in the dot-com days and, and that's paying dividends now that you can bring over some of the animation, the v VFX, the very... Um, you know, technology heavy driven stuff as well as the production. So I really appreciate you both uh, coming on um, again from across the pond and around the world. Uh, if uh, some U.S. filmmakers, if they want to get in touch, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, they, they can reach out to, to me directly. You can go to the Screen uh, Ireland website. Uh, you'll find the, the filming section on the website there, and that will bring you to, to my, my area. 
uh, we've got a, a great database there if you want to browse locations for your for your project if you want to think can Ireland work for this we've lots of information about the tax credit and all there and if they want to reach out to us directly uh, they can email, email me um, and we'll be very happy to kind of talk to them through the steps in Ireland uh, we, we can create a lookbook my background was I was a location manager for 12 years uh, so we can create a we can give you what your project will look like in Ireland we can put you in touch with the local producers we can introduce you to the VFX houses the uh, the animation people so we, we we're that kind of bridge to connect as well so uh yeah so come directly to us yeah that's fantastic yeah. and, and david from, uh, how about yourself from an idea perspective yeah we'd love to get in touch and, and to kind of continue this conversation there's so much we haven't talked about be it exciting new infrastructure bills or vfx or, or so much more uh, idea ireland have uh, eight offices throughout the the united states um so Along with my colleagues, we kind of guide those UN, US content companies through their expansion into Europe via Ireland and be delighted to have the opportunity to explain how we could further partner with, with your listeners to help them capitalise on the myriad of opportunities that, that Ireland affords. Uh, our website is idaireland.com and if you want to get in touch with me personally, my email address is david.brody, B-R-O-D-Y, at ida.ie. Well, guys, it's really been great having you here on the show. And for those of you filmmakers who are listening to this and you've been thinking about, gee, uh, where could I uh, house my next production? Um, I'm going to put Ireland right up there. Uh, you, um, Ireland happens to be one of these uh, countries, as, as was mentioned throughout this interview, um, that's ahead of the curve a little bit, uh, especially with some of the COVID stuff as we're getting back to normal. And um, I look forward to seeing all the wonderful work that you create uh, with a little uh, with a little bit of Irish. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.